Thank you for being there it is, friends. Travel the world down the road and back and again. Back there again. it is. There it is. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road, the road back, back again. again. Your heart, your heart is, is true. true. You're a friend. And if you threw a party. Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty tart and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. Tonight we are on series eight, episode five. Joining me at the table tonight for our no reservations episode is Jamie Ramos. Hello. Jamie Ramos. Rachel Flanagan. Hey. Kim McIsaac. Hello. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. And I'm Jennifer Dunn. And I'm Jennifer Dunn. Thank you for joining yeah, us. Ladies, I have a sidekick with me tonight. So Woo. might be double duns tonight. We're not sure mm -hmm. what's going on over here. But how is everyone's week, dare I ask? Dare I ask? Who would like Holy to start? <laughs> I could go first. Yeah, how's your week, Jim? I always say that and I can't remember my week. What happened this week? First um, of all, it's Monday. So this is a jacked question. You just get to generalize. <laughs> so, okay, going into this next week. Yeah. So Friday, I got a call from the school that my son had been exposed to COVID, like everyone else in the world, apparently. So we're remote this starting tomorrow, because today we're recording on Martin Luther King Day. So I'm really looking forward to that because we'd only done it for preschool. And then during the actual COVID, like the fall of 2020, we opted out of school and we just did an autism center instead. So my son had somewhere to go every day. So this will be my first time really doing a remote. And I'm very nervous about it because I don't think it's going to happen and uh, not going to get any work done or anything this week, probably because my son's around. And then we're also um, hopefully going on vacation later this week, as long as no one gets sick. Right. So <laughs> I'm 2022. I mean, at least your child will I learn know. something remote. Mine would learn nothing. I don't There'd be no education happening. I mean, I'm supposed to sit him at the computer every 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes for this, like. What Auntie Jen just actually said was, I'll check in with you tomorrow at 10 15. His teacher's like, he sits fine at his computer at school. I'm like, yeah, that's at school. You guys don't, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. And he doesn't have as many rooms that he can go to at school. <laughs> yeah. Or a device or games or a TV yeah. or his or cousins, family. Cousins yeah, that are there, family. right? Yeah. And we did it for preschool. Because when for COVID first shut down, he was in preschool. And that was like 20 minutes a day. And we barely survived oh, yeah. that. So I don't know if I'm supposed to do like three hours a day. Anyway, I'm not looking forward to that. That's my week and my upcoming week. I just covered both. So there we go. Jamie, do you want to tell the audience where you're going on vacation? I'm going to Disney World, hopefully. Happiest and place if she others. didn't want to tell them, she can edit that out. <laughs> Did you well, see her I will tell people. Well, it's like we planned it. This is with my in-laws. We planned it so long ago. We pushed it to 2022 thinking we would be in the clear. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and if we literally this trip had been a few weeks ago, no one would think twice about it. But now here we are with freaking Omicron. What's his name? Omicron. Oh, <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? Yeah. That fellow's name. Kim knows all the combinations. What is yeah, this? Let's, uh, let's slide Kim's over to CDC. you, Kimmy. How is your week going? Oh my God, it's going. Um, so it's Omicron, like, you know, the uh, Omicron. what's the flu? What's the fluorona or yeah, the fluorona. Um, 
and then they say maybe Delta and Omicron had a baby. I don't know if that's true, De- but my Delta sister read Cron that. or something. Del- What's Delta Cron? Cron? Yeah. No, Del- I, just mean, Delta I Cron. made the name up. Delta Cron. No, it's on the internet. I saw it. Delta Cron. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's on the yeah. internet. She says, well, it may as well be the CDC. It's this we sounds had, like Transformers or something. Yeah, that's I know. <laughs> Omicron, Florona. So as many Delta of you know, I, I run a daycare. And this yeah. is what happened. We had, <laughs> I just want everyone to know this. Okay, so I had a parent what happened. message me and say, their son tested positive over the break. He was out for three weeks. Um, between We closed for two weeks and then the week after Christmas, he didn't come. And um, that he had finished his quarantine and he had no symptoms for seven days. And, and I said, okay, can you send me his test results? And the parent never answered. And by the time I got back around to realizing she never answered, it was the next day. So then I emailed her and asked again. And lo and behold, they thought the five-day rule that they saw on the TV applied to their child. It does not apply to children at my daycare because we all know that <laughs> they can't correctly. Because the rule goes five days if you have no symptoms and then five days of wearing a mask completely for the whole day, which we know a two-year-old can't do. Also, this parent dropped their child off at daycare with no mask on. So like they only read the five days is all they read and they didn't read anything else. Now we had three staff infected from this kid, one, my daughter, um, and three out of the four children that were in the class. So people, it is contagious after day five, just let me warn you it is um so now my daughter brings it home to us because she you know it's COVID is the gift that just keeps giving um we have a small house there's not a lot of isolation in this house so I kind of avoided it but then my husband got it and then he gave it to me thanks son so now I have it and then Alyssa we tested once and she was negative I can't get her to leave the house to do because she like knows something's up every time I try to get her dressed she tells me no no and she had a very good communication episode where she told me and here comes the breakthrough yep she told me stay home right now um <laughs> as she was like based Four out on the couch words. with her legs kicking but you know so we did the home test that was negative but I also did a home test this morning that was negative and then obviously I have no voice I had symptoms I had symptoms yesterday and I'm like there's no way I don't have it. So I went to the doctors and then lo and behold, I'm positive. So, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff with this. Um, and then poor Alyssa was out of school. I kept her out the week after Christmas to avoid her getting exposed. Hopefully she got exposed on the following Monday and then she had to be out of for 10 days. Now she has to be out for another 10 days because it was in the house and I don't even know how much long she's going to, now she's on week four going into week four she's losing her mind she's not sleeping she's barely eating because like her sleep schedule is so messed up so she's just you know going through waves where she's like doing okay and then not doing good because the sleep just messes her up so bad so yeah yeah so it's that's- so hard to enter that loop it's like the snowball and you've been there mm-hmm. so many and it's times like, that it's I like know- oh Sorry, for example, it's 11 p.m. here. She's still awake. She woke up at 1.30 this morning. Um, and she's still up. She'll go to sleep at some point and then um, she'll get up. She might get up at like three, two, and then she'll be up for the whole day again. Yeah. It's like, she has no internal sense of day and night. Like there's just, I don't think she has a sense of it. 
and she knows by like getting up and going to her program and you know that kind of keeps her somewhat sleeping yeah I mean, she doesn't sleep great but like it's not, not like this you know sometimes when this happens she might in three days get nine hours sleep like it's just yeah and, I and mean, my that, daughter doesn't yeah. nap so like she, her body cannot register a nap so anytime she sleeps that's her sleep for the night it doesn't matter what time it is so she or how long it lasts 13 hours yeah. or 15 minutes so she'll go to sleep at five and if she wakes up at 11 well her day is starting at 11 p.m like it's just yeah the mess and it's just super stressful with work because i have you know you have parents on each end and they're all complaining and you know it's like i thanks omicron Kimmy's in a land of rainbows and butterflies. yes i am telling you it's just now it's at now it's at work now it's at home it's just just, no end in sight Except in Florida, it does not exist in Florida. <laughs> that's where that's where I'm going. <laughs> You'll be fine. Oh my gosh! I'm so um, excited that you get to pop on the ears, Jame, and just I have ready to go. Let her I was just like you didn't know. I do not think it's the happiest place on earth, but mm-hmm. but hey, have fun. <laughs> it is for my kids. That's the reason. I mean, it is without. Oh. It's for me. It's not the happiest place on earth, but I'll say it's fun without kids. With kids, it's miserable, but they're happy. So I do it for them. Yeah, I see. Yeah, see, yeah. She did like you know, seeing the princesses and stuff. But now oh, she's a little ride seeker. So now I think, yeah, I didn't know then that she loved them. She friggin' loves rides. So, anyway, uh, Tabitha Cabrera, how is your week, friend? We love you, Kimmy. Love you too. We'll keep it at bay for you. Got you. Got Delta Cron. Oh, is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go I don't know. The oh, I, don't know. Or, I cannot wait for the 50 seconds. I go with the lawyer's pronunciation. Come out. Throwing it out. Oh, right. guys, don't worry. There's a new variant already. It's in France right now. So, what they? That's what I'm saying. By the time this comes out, there's gonna be another one. People are like, yeah, they say scientists out. today said it'll be um, uh, not a good strain. Oh Jesus! What's his way, name? So or what? None of them. They buckle up. What? What's it called? So we're up on it. It okay. has some ridiculous name. That's oh, I'm sure I remember when we thought it's that not it. even a word. It's like H I H U M. I don't know. It's something weird. Remember when we used to call it the coronavirus guy? Yeah. The Rona. Who comes up with these names? Two years later, like, we're still talking about this. We should do it like how we do the hurricanes and be like, oh, this is Sandra. Hey, Ruth Sandra strain. Ruth. Sorry to all the Sandras out there, but that's the first name that came to my mind. This is the, this We're is not sure why that we're we with us. No, I don't know. There's no this reason is, for that. This is the Karen strain, you know. Whatever. Stupid strain. Stupacron. Life, life ruiner cron. <laughs> How was your week, friend? Cron. Isolation go cron. Tabs, go. Can, wait, can I just say, I just went Tears. to Google to find out what the new variant's called, which I can't find. And the number one question on the list is can COVID-19 spread through sexual intercourse? <laughs> <laughs> Two years later. Well, through the close contact. If you're breathing. Position? I, mean, I don't know what you're having sex with. If two that's people, a, you know, here's what we need the CDC to answer. Yeah. If two people are together intimately, how many days until they can return to work? <laughs> do they have to wear a mask? <laughs> do they have to be socially distanced? It's five days. Doggy style only people. Yes, exactly, Kim. I knew there was a solution. 
Only <laughs> have intercourse every time. For more advice. We are the most, <laughs> the highest <Yeah>. community. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Fauci. Fauci, we got the answers. You're at table for five. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they aren't calling us. Yeah. yeah. We know. Kim can basically be I feel the a mean at coming. this point. She knows all the rules better than them. They have the new rules suck. <laughs> I H- Welcome to the I H U. Oh, I H U. Oh, I hate uh, you too. I hate you, French. No COVID. more of you. I hate Omicron. you. It's literally I H U. It's literally the name of it. I hate you, virus. This is from the fifth, so I don't know if it's changed since then. And it's backwards for you guys, so. I mean, I can't read that. It looks like a Bible. A little tiny baby. This is actually the Bible. Yeah. I predicted it. Uh, the Bible's at the table. Tabs, I'm oh. so sorry. I'm going to mute sorry, everybody. Tabs. Do you want me to mute everybody? I don't know. I don't, what happened week? this week? Who knows? Back to you, friend. Jen, How was your week, Tabitha? What happened? You guys tell me. I don't know. Your friend had a baby. I don't know what's oh, like. Yeah, oh, yeah. Little, little Emma. Had a baby. Yeah. Emma Ziggy. She's so Shout out cute. Got to meet the infant, whole snuggle a tiny baby. Mm. So cute. And for those of us that didn't get to snuggle a tiny baby, at least we got to send baby pictures, 50,000 of our own. Oh, then we all went down this track where we were looking at all our kids' baby pictures. (laughs) Except for Kim, because she was napping pre discovery of her diagnosis. Yeah, exactly. I woke up to 10,000. We're like, Kimmy's going to wake up and wonder what are all these pictures? Yes. You were so smiley talking about your babes. Oh, I love those baby pictures so much. Made my ovaries ache, all these baby pictures. So, yes, that happened. I don't. You got the laundry off your table. That happened. Oh, movie today. Oh, yes. I went and saw Scream, the remix, which highly recommend. Oh, yes. So this is good. Thanks, guys, for remembering what happening is my in my life. Uh, this was today. And I don't remember that this happened. You're doing great. The kids had their program. Nick and I both had the day off together. So we went to the movies together, which nice. generally these days we go by ourselves. And we saw the Scream remix, which was excellent. I highly recommend it had all the flavor of the original Scream. If you are a child product of the 80s like myself when this was popular <laughs> when it came out. In the 90s? Yeah. But I mean, if you're born in the 80s, oh. you are around the age when Scream was, you know, terrifying. Yeah, this thing. I love a scary movie. Sign I won't even out. watch Rocky for at night alone in the dark. Okay. You think I'm watching <laughs> Scream? You would not like Scream. You would not like Scream. It would I, not help. I was born in 1983. <laughs> With the terror. and I do not God, scream. So young. No, you don't like scary movies either. In elementary school, I, I don't love either. scary movies, but ever since I had kids, I can't watch as many as I used to. But I do watch like serial killer crap, so I don't know. There is something rather debunking about a scary movie by going with your husband as arm candy in the morning. Oh, yeah, it was 10 a.m. I mean, at least it or was 11 a.m. It was 11 a.m. We got our snacks. Scream, you big we saw scream there was one other lady in the movie theater it was awesome was she alone yeah jamie jamie was there that's why <laughs> she was there at 11 a.m came in with her snacks 
uh and uh, it was me and, to do that. me and nick in the third wheel <laughs> i love how stranger. here at the table we have now become a source for your news we're giving you the new variant letting you know what's yeah. going on in the covid world. Welcome now world. we're giving movie reviews <laughs> yes. yes move yes. over cisco we're, and ebert or yeah we're kind of that one stop shop Oh, here there was are. a lot of slashing and horror in that today. <laughs> it was everything I needed in my life. All kinds of violence. I don't know. So yeah, I also climbed into a cabinet with my daughter this week, which was pretty spectacular and amazing. Um, she communicated to me non-verbally to get inside the cabinet with her. And I fit my 5-2 frame inside the cabinet. After you. After she showed me, so my daughter's been climbing into the cabinet since she could crawl and closing the door. It's just something she does. She's obsessed with the kitchen, opens the fridge, opens the cabinets. And so she took me to the cabinet with all the appliances, had me take each one out and then had me crawl inside, pushed me from behind to get into the cabinet, which I was positive I was not going to fit in. Um, she's like get me a shoehorn you're going in I told her a couple times <laughs> I, I had to take the shelving out uh, to climb in there with her and then she climbed in and then she closed the door and she looked me directly in the face which you know for our kids is like for an extended period of time held her hand up into a stream of light that was shining on the cabinet wall and then looked at me again and showed me her fingers dancing in the light so it was a pretty spectacular um cabineting cabineting yes yeah we were in there for about 15 minutes um watching the light dance then your legs went numb <laughs> my neck i was out. kind of like kinked up against the side of the cabinet <laughs> jen has one question did you clean out the cabinet while you're <laughs> yes did you bring a bleach wipe with cleaning you? it in there i mean <laughs> There was no clean. I love that Nora made her face everything like a Macy's when she took it out too. It was like, line it up, mom. You know what house this is. We are on the spectrum. This says KitchenAid right here. This says Ninja right here. All the appliances were lined up on the counter. (laughs) And then Nick was in the front room and he came into the kitchen and we were inside the cabinet with the door shut. And he was like, what are you two? What are you two ladies doing in there? It was just hanging out, Nick. We're just hanging out. Yeah. There's like something about our kids letting you in in that way that is just like something. Something Billy calls those. My mom is going to blog about those moments. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And for her, I mean, Nixon has eye contact, but it's a lot, Nora has a lot less than he does i mean extended eye contact and so she's to be able to keep pace with her to make eyes yeah and so she's keep if she's looking you directly in the face it's pretty powerful most of the time whenever you catch her in that space you know so that's part of my week when she's a teenager i'm going to remind you that you used to think it was powerful (laughs) (laughs) Yes. yes and also i can fit inside a cabinet so doing pretty good over here Winning Tabitha, <laughs> the heck of a roundup of your week. Let me tell you, because my butt would not fit must in my be, cabinet. Must be that good eating that you've been doing this month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, it's all the yoga, yoga contortioning. 
to tell them. I'm wondering, did you get to check a box for that 15 minutes? I should have. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Physical activity of cramming yourself. Take that January them. goal boxes. Yes. Yeah. It was beautiful. I something that I will for sure always you know remember that moment of her face in the light in the darkness of the cabinet so pretty cool <laughs> that was my week Rachel Flanagan how has your week been you got some things to say friend I have a little bit to talk about right now about. yeah I do you know my week in general has been weird it's the same as everybody in the sense of we're like in and out of the COVID stuff all the time I feel like we have a big dry erase board on our door going out of our house. And I literally have like the date for this therapist. This is this many days for her. This is this many <sighs> days from this stupid one. So that I just know that we're like out of the clear of that one from school, that exposure from school. Celie is in a program where every God dang day, it seems to change like the, the regulation within the structure of their company in, in terms of like, is the choice being made because they don't have staff is the choice being made because they are trying to keep all these other kids safe. Like it's situational, you know? And, um, what I guess I mean by that is like, we were trying to get to this date where Celia was fully vaccinated, which was December 17th. And so we were supposed to like, be able to like, get through these moments a little bit easier because of her vaccination status anyways no that's not true so we were testing as often as ever and holding our breath i'm not really sure and by that i mean she's still licking everything and uh we're praying a lot but <laughs> then today you know i wake up yesterday i was pretty disconnected we've been on this like big long family weekend and um I don't know, just our house was requiring more of me. But this morning I was had like a moment to scroll in my social media and Natalie Vecchione, who we've had on the podcast, um, shared this thing. This Love her. Yeah, she's great. Fun. She's good. She's good people. She's so smart. And what a mom, right? Yeah. She writes this beautiful thing. I see a bit. I scroll a skosh. Like, what is this thing about? And in doing so, I go to the next post and I realize my whole feed is flooded with the fact that Saturday Night Live just did a skit over the weekend. It's Monday now, um, but just did the skit on Saturday of um, this winter formal skit. And it's about like this one-stop shop. And, you know, it's funny when you're talking about the stretch Toyota Corolla featured in this like winter formal giddy up, but none of it about this kid Donovan, their kid struck me as funny. They like go through from head to toe in this really, from my eye, super informed view of FAS, like fetal alcohol syndrome. And then the punchline of this whole skit, you guys, is the mom saying that she drank through the whole pregnancy and she can guarantee all these features and benefits of their son, Donovan, that you can rent out for a winter formal. That's not going to have sex with your daughter she's he's not going to even talk to her he's not going to even and they just go on these whole this whole thing it's just a train wreck and you know I was saying to you guys earlier that they wouldn't today in in January of 2022 let a skit just like that about autism go they would not in 2022 put a kid with down syndrome on a 360 turntable and spin them around and point out their idiosyncrasies and their differences. Okay. And they put this 
freaking Kid Donovan on a goddamn Lazy Susan in this skit and they turned him around and showed his physical disabilities and his struggle and they called out all of these things that again were a really informed picture of how someone could be affected by prenatal alcohol exposure and I just it pisses me off it pisses me off in a place that like uh, you guys made the point that you didn't know until you knew me and Celie all the things that you know now or you didn't know mm-hmm. until we met Natalie right like mm-hmm. um but I'll tell you what I see my kid on that turntable and it just makes me want to call an NBC with a blowhorn I want change I want Saturday Night Live to run a ad about this i want i want there to be change isn't the statistic for fasd one in 27 i believe that's true right now yes Yes. one in 27 and that's um that is diagnosed and we all know that that is not a true and accurate depiction of what's happening so basically the amount of children affected by this classified disability yes is a large number of children in the United States and across the world affected by substance use in pregnancy, alcohol, alcohol use in pregnancy. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and to that point, it isn't children. It is a lifelong condition. Like yes. Autism. Adults. It yes. is a, you know, and so, and to your Adult point reports. tabs, yes, I want to say that to, to another point or to another conversation that we had earlier today, you guys, that Celie has nothing to do with the choices made while she was in, while she was in utero. That's, that's the fact. She has nothing to do with the choices made. And so she lives with this condition that affects every part of her. And if it doesn't affect the part of her, that does not mean that it couldn't affect the part of someone um, fetal alcohol syndrome, like autism, is a spectrum, and Celie's constellation is different than anyone else's. And Donovan had a really relatable spectrum, yes. constellation of spectrum. I'm just disgusted, and so I'm all fired up on a Monday night. <laughs> and um, I just I feel like it's important to say. I said this in a comment when Jamie shared earlier. Martin Luther King. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and you know there is this call to action that has happened within each of the five of us to advocate for this community. And we didn't know as much as we know now before we entered it. And we hope that like our presence in the community changes it for the better. And I'm straddling a couple as we all are communities. And um, right now, this one is, man, it's got the fire in my belly. Well, I said to you, other than the obvious that it's extremely distasteful, like you said, you know, Celie didn't have a a choice in this. This was not, this was put on her and every other person born with this. And, you know, so just, it's just horribly offensive. It's horribly offensive. It's insensitive and it's tacky. Well, I was going to say too, I mean, I told you this earlier, like as a mom to an autistic boy, that character is a lot like Jesse. And I don't know what Jesse will be like when he's a teenage boy or whatever that kid's age is supposed to be in the skit, but like, he's the joke. And like, that's disgusting. Like it's 2022. My son does not have a lot of those characteristics are like that of the spectrum. spectrum. 
so, so if you're making fun of that, and then when they blatantly, I mean, they're making fun of people like that. And so whether or not that that's caused that, by autism or caused by something different. Yeah. But then they blatantly call out FAS in it basically by the mom saying she drank the whole time. It's just like, there was nothing better you could think of to be fun. That skit could have been funny in a million different ways, but they had to like shame this child. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. where I was saying the, the child, like there's a ton of children because I mm -hmm. thought of the character Donovan as a child and the parents calling yes. out his disability, basically. And if you're a teenage boy or girl or someone in that age bracket who doesn't get to go to prom, who doesn't get asked to the dance, who doesn't, who can't make it through a loud prom or only likes one song or whatever the other characteristics that they displayed in the episode the skit imagine finding that on the internet our kids are on youtube like it's wizardry yeah. well you know Jesus they can Christ, find like it. when i was having unprotected sex i was watching saturday night live okay i want you mm -hmm. to know that those are two in the same like i'm when i was younger i was watching that when i yeah. was so yeah. that's like uh, informing people and i mean it is the youth that is watching this this is like a crucial time teach people not to be a jerk, teach people think, to do better. All of it. It's like what despicable. it comes down to is nobody with a disability or a brain impairment should be the butt of a joke on live TV. Period. Like, and if it's like, you don't understand that by now, then I don't know. There's like literally no hope for you because it's like, this is what we're trying to teach people and teach kids not, not to bully kids with disabilities, not to make fun of people that are different, include everybody, be kind, you know, it's better to laugh at. There's funny stuff to laugh about. There's things that could unify us that we laugh together about. And it's just dangerous, you know, it's just dangerous, you know, and, and you might not think of it that way. If you don't have somebody with a disability or don't know somebody with fetal syndrome or don't have a child on the spectrum, you might not think of it that way but that's the way we all think of it that's the way and not only disabilities like even even kids that just are different you know that's yeah. just don't fit into the really box. Yep. displaying that and you're really like you know it's kind of like in a way it is bullying it is bullying you know? and it's teaching this culture and it's making it okay i mean you guys they're talking re about reinforcing the, the idea that this they're kid's lip than. they're talking about his, the fact that he can't connect with anybody until one song is played and then he can't stop moving. They, they're talking about how he has to medically go to bed at 10 o'clock. Are you kidding me? To tabs point one and 27, I believe that's right, tabs. Like, Let me look it up just so we're sure. I, I want that to be understood. That means that one in every, like five people in a room Four, four people in a room and really like the two and what three one, and a quarter people in a room <laughs> one thing we talked about is that specifically FASD is something that comes with this layered of and I'm just speaking from an observation obviously yeah. I don't have a connection to this but this layered idea that it's something that shouldn't be talked about because of the mother's choice to use during the pregnancy and the blame that is associated with that. And I think, you know, a lot of times women don't know they're pregnant. They, you know, there's yes. all different ways that this can form and shape into a child that has FASD. You know, it, it's 
prevalent it's true. as yes. we've talked about, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that there's a narrative where, you know, like Natalie Vecchione in that community and you are trying to change the narrative of like, it's okay to talk about these things and then to have an SNL skit come out and poke fun of this specific situation is harmful to the landscape of the conversation and to the services and to the, you know, the whole dialogue of the situation. And the seriousness, it undercuts the whole thing. Yes. And it reinforces the stigma, you know? Yes, it does. Yep. That's the stuff that unifies us, you guys. I mean, that's, we are trying to do that daily in our writing for our children. You know, what unifies us is this autism diagnosis, but really we've all talked about mental health. We've all talked about the family dynamics. We've all talked about the isolation. We've all talked about all like so many things, you know, I am really willing to talk about all the things with fetal alcohol syndrome, and it is just as impactful in our family's life and it's forever. And it's not just her brain. I mean, yes, we would say that it's the cause of Celie's brain damage, but it is also her whole body and her potential right now. I mean, truly we are up against stuff that won't form. I mean, it's just uphill. They don't have a picture of like how devastating it is to walk this path every single day for these kids. I am, I am not talking about myself, Kim. I mean, in this way, like she carries such a burden, but I'm sitting on a hot pack right now. I had a spinal injection last week, all because somebody drank while they were pregnant with my kid. I'm trying to get my kid services. I have a freaking wretch. I was going to say that it, you know, of course it affects, sorry guys, I have a kid here. It affects Celie's body and her mind and her directly, but it also affects you and it affects Billy. And I mean, it affects your family. It's, it's not just her that is living with it. You are living with it as well. And if you don't want to see me, then you should see my impact of medical bills in this world and all the moms like me and all the, the daughters like mine and all of the, I mean, what way do you want to talk about how this is wrong? Well, that's, that's what I was just everybody saying. Everybody needs like, to care. It's everybody. It's taxing on your kid's school. If your kid doesn't have FAS, kids like my are taxing your kid's school. You should be talking about it. Well, actually, Rachel, I'll tell you what's interesting is um, our, um, I can only speak for my province, which is like a state. They are changing the autism funding sector. Um, and it will now in 2025, not be um, exclusive to autism anymore. They're opening up funding to FAS. They're opening up funding, funding for children with Down syndrome, which is fantastic because autism was the only recognized disability, but I told you before having FAS. There's actually two of the FASDs in their stuff, not just FAS. I think Arnett is too. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. That's really hard. It's hard on the heart and it, well it's like you gotta think of what was going through these actors minds as they were like playing this out like and a whole week of editing a whole week of the whole table i mean i've not been a host on snl yet (laughs) (laughs) we'll come on invite us snl we'll help you write this wrong lauren the whole table will show up we'll we'll advise you what's not funny and what's funny (laughs) i'll bring my crutches Yeah. yeah Listen, the whole thing, I picture, like I said, I've not been there, but I do know that Kim K worked for 20 hours. Kimmy or Jen just told me that like, 
Every, her and I are very close. So yeah, she, she let me know how grueling it was. I mean, Betty White told me a couple of weeks ago, but you know, it's true. Ago, it's true. back a couple of weeks. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is we all know that there was a lot of people that heard every detail of this game. And I will go back to the fact that, you know, now that we've discussed it a little bit, it was like a really informed, insulting goddamn list. It was as though you took the top 20 things and knocked him down right off the thing while he's on that 360 spinner and it just pisses me off i want to thank you guys for listening to my soapbox i will kindly slip right off here i would like to say i was gonna say betty white happy 100th birthday today miss betty white today would have been her 100th birthday what about you jen i don't think you gave us your week uh my week was good kaya uh went to school for a little tiny bit on Monday and they called me and said she was not feeling well. So I had to go get, not COVID, not COVID, gimme. It wasn't that. Um, and so she didn't go to school I'll be the Tuesday. judge of that. Yeah, Tuesday. I think you should name Slovid. Slovid, yes, Slovid. And then she went back Friday, she had a great day. And then we did our staycation last night. Oh my God. We yeah. didn't get to do because of COVID, <coughs> excuse me, um, in December. So, so we did our staycation. We went to a local hotel. They had a water slide. Uh, we met my friend and her three kids and we had a great time. And yeah, that was our week. It looked love so it. fun. I yeah, love those really photos fun. of her smiling and all the. Yeah, she likes it. The kids are great. I mean, they're, they don't skip a beat with her and they don't treat her any differently. And London's 10. So she's not that much younger than Kaya. Um, just very like, you know, nurturing and I you love know, always making sure she's talking to her and, try, you know, trying to pull things out of her and just always including her. So it's always good. Mm. It's lots of fun. Mm. So yeah, that's our week, ladies. Whew. Whew. That was a lot wrapped up in that table this week. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed off more. SNL yeah. table. Takeaway advice, wear a mask if you're going to be engaging in intercourse. intimate intercourse. <laughs> Double mask or doggy style. From this Thank you for visiting our last podcast. <laughs> 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 We've appreciated the support. It's meant a lot to us. Kira just said, um, great advice. She'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Also use You're the protection. Also use the face protection and the other protection. So, so much advice from this no reservation episodes. Take what you will. Yeah. And have a good week, ladies and gentlemen. Also, don't <laughs> listen to hey. the CDC. Just give me a call. Give him a call. Quick him. Shout out because I know that we have a couple of gentlemen. Cameron. Cameron. You're right. Person hey, in the right block one. Yeah. Yeah. Cam. We just want to, we just want to thank you for listening there buddy cameron yes thank you for enjoying this podcast all right everyone thank you for joining us we will see you next time series nine we're talking we're talking love in february people oh love sweet i got a lot to contribute to that that's coming up yes i do all right everyone thank you have a great great day have a great night Thank you for joining us at the table for our eighth series, Hear Me Roar. Stay tuned for more, and while you wait, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Individually, you can find Jennifer Dunn at keepingupwithkaya.com, keeping up with Kaya on Facebook and Instagram. 
Rachel Flanagan is at Flanaville.com, Flanaville on Facebook, and Flanaville3 on Instagram. You can find Kimberly McIsaac at AutismAdventuresWithAlyssa.com, AutismAdventuresWithAlyssa on Facebook, and the same on Instagram. Jamie Ramos is at JamieRamosWrites.com, Jamie Ramos Writes on Facebook and Instagram. Tabitha Cabrera is at PieceOfAutism.com, Piece of Autism on Facebook, and the same on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us at the table for this series. We love sitting with you and we can't wait to again. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.